Shalom everybody, we're continuing with where we left off. Likutei Alachot, Orachayim, Hechot Birkat Hoda'a, the laws of giving blessings of thanksgiving, discourse number 6, paragraph 5. We're a bit past now, about 5 eighths into this paragraph. At this point now, Rav Nosin will begin to enter explaining, expounding the third category. And when you begin to see what he's saying here, it's an amazing process and development because he's going through in in expounding these four categories of people have to give thanks as stages of a person entering the service of Hashem. For example, just explain more. The first group of people who are in a desert, and Rav Nosson says it's like someone who doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know what, what to do in life, what direction to go even. He has freedom to move as opposed to someone who's in jail. But he doesn't know where to go. He doesn't know what direction to do. He's literally lost in the desert. This parallels somebody before doing tshuva, before they're beginning in serving Hashem. They don't know where they're going, what they're doing in life. It's just void and empty, like a desert. Midbar shamem, an empty, void desert. So that's like the first stage in getting out of that to give thanks. Next is you come close to tzaddikim who teach you what to do. You learn about hitbodedut, you learn about the concept of Tikkun Aklali, let's say, Rosh Hashanah by Tzadikim, all these amazing advices saying Tehillim, the power of Tehillim, the power of, 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 of mitzvot, of davening with, with, with joy. You know what to do, but the second obstacle now is obstacles, external obstacles, people or situations not allowing you, not letting you to do it. You know what to do, but they're not letting you to do it. Okay, that's the next stage. And then when you come out of that, when finally you're able to break the obstacles, to bypass them, to overcome them, then you can give thanks. That's like giving thanks out of coming out of jail. You felt like you were in jail. They wouldn't let you to serve Hashem. You knew what to do, but this is obstacles, that, and you, they're driving you crazy from all the corners, and you don't anymore what Hashem wants of you because you're just c- confused and frustrated. Coming all of that out, out of all that, that's giving thanks for being incarcerated. Now Rav Nosin goes into the third stage, the third level, which is the idea of now those who are sick and God healed. Look how he explains this, and then we put it into perspective. It's amazing here. There's also the third category, the group of people who have to give thanks. Someone who is sick. When we say sick, according to Halacha, in order to be able to say Birkat HaGomel, or in the time of the Beit HaMikdash, to give a Thanksgiving offering, it meant that a person was really deathly ill to the extent that they were in bed at least for three days. They were bedridden for three days. So the person who was really sick and got healed, Rav Nosson says, Shehu Tikkun Hayadaim. This refers to the third rectification, the third tikkun mentioned in the Kutay Moran, Lesson 24, of now elevating and fixing the hands. Just to re- recap, the first stage is extracting malchut, the kingship of holiness, the last sphera of holiness, from the klipot, elevating to the level of the legs. Okay, fixing the legs now. The second stage is fixing the legs, netzachot yesod. And then once that's rectified, elevating that energy up now to the area of the hands, the yadaim. So Vinosan saying here, this is the third tikkun of the hands discussed in that lesson, which we'll go into now. He's saying, someone who's sick and got healed, this parallels the rectification of the hands. And he says in square brackets, Vinosim, Shem bechinat chesed gvoratifarit. Like we said, that, that, that's the idea in the 
sphera chart, the correlation, the corresponding uh, sphera corresponding to parts of the body, the, the representation. That's the idea of the three spherot called chesed, gvura, tiferet. Chesed is known as referring to the right hand, gvura, the left hand, tiferet, the torso. And being sick and being healed corresponds to the rectification of the hands. Because he says an amazing point. The main strength of a person, the barometer to measure that strength is in the arms. That's the whole idea, for example, arm wrestling, people with heavy weights. Strength is reflected in the hands. Also, what you do, how much you can do in life. People who go out and do things, you're normally doing is of the hands. If it's writing checks, writing business deals, you use your hands to do things most, mostly. That's the way a person's strength is expressed. And Rav Nosson points out, Visham Hadofek, the pulse of a human being, the place where this is the most noticeable, most connected to, are the hands. The pulse, the human pulse, the dofek, is most noticeable on the arms, on the hands. Okay? Shebo Teluyim, Rav Nosson says something amazing for science and medicine here. Shebo Teluyim kol minei cholaot, that based on the pulse, in other words, the speed, the, the, the blood pressure basically, on that pulse of the, of the blood system, on, which is indicated and can be adjusted, believe it or not, on the arms, in that pulse is dependent all types of, God forbid, maladies and sicknesses and their healings. It's known that Sadiqim, there was one big rabbi in Tzfat, the chief rabbi, of, of, of Tzfat, his name was Rabbi Heller, that he was an expert in the whole idea of healing through, through feeling the pulse. He learned it many ways. He spent a lot of years in becoming an expert that even the Arabs at the time in Israel, the sheikhs of, of the Galil, they would send their sick people to him in order that he should take care of them because he was known as like a healer. I respected and recognized the healer in the north of Israel, in the Galil, back about 200 years ago, Rabbi Heller. So he was able to heal even by pressing in a certain way on the pulses. This even in Chinese medicine today, they go into this, I guess, a little. But the mastering of this, believe it or not, is found in the Torah. This is the secrets of the Torah and the, the, the science of Kedusha found in healing, found in the Torah. So there is this thing of healing through the pulse also. And both of them are found, the sickness and the healing of the person are really, really dependent on the pulse, which is the, the, be, the, the most noticeable place for that is in the arms. So Vinoshan explains a step further. Why is this? Why is it that the hands are the place of the dofek, of the healing and the sickness of the person? Because it's through the hands, like Rabbi Nachman says in that lesson 24, are drawn what's called the blessing of intellect. He says there, Rabbi, Nach- Rabbi, Nosin, Rabbi Nachman, that the hands draw bracha. The hands are the means for bracha. That's why Brikat Kohanim, the blessings of the Kohanim, they, they raise their hands towards the Jewish people, the, the Kehila, the Kahal, the congregation, when blessing them. This idea to raise the hands. A father puts his hand on his son's head Friday night, gives him a blessing. The mother also, is the connection of blessing is with the hands. Also Yaakov Avinu, when blessing Menashe and Ephraim, he placed his hands, and there even it says, Sikel, he intellectually switched his hands. 
And this is one of the sources of this idea of how Birkat HaSechel, the main blessing a person should draw, Rabbi Nachman teaches, even though you can draw many blessings, you can draw the blessing of wealth, of beauty, of strength, of physical pleasures. He says the best blessing to draw down, if you, once you have the ability to draw blessing, is the blessing of Sechel, of intellect. Okay? So he says that in the lesson, he says this is the idea of how the hands are the source of of, of blessing, of intellect specifically. Right? Like it says there in the Kutimah lesson 24. That from the intellect of a person is drawn all the life. In other words, the healing really is drawing sechel into a person, drawing intellect into a person. Bechina, like the verse reads in Koelet, Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 12. Achokma techaye. Wisdom, knowledge, brings life to those who possess it. This is Rav Nossin's proof that Chokhmah, wisdom, heals. Wisdom brings life. When a person is sick, the main sickness, believe it or not even physically, is because of a lack of Chokhmah in that person. When the person is infused with Sechel, intellect and Chokhmah, that's the key for healing them. Okay? And when this is blemished, when the Sechel, the Chokhmah, the intellect, the knowledge, the wisdom of a person is blemished, this opens the doors to all the maladies, God forbid. God forbid. Okay? Because there's a lot of sadness which is uh, created when a person has, conf- has confusions and frustrations in life, not knowing what in the world is happening with him, and the sadness and the feeling of, of futility that, that results in that causes the person to get sick. Right? So the opposite is true, that the Chokhmah brings life. That when this, the, the sechel, the intellect is blemished, this is a destruction, a damaging of the person's life force, which is, like we said, the blemish of the hands, because the hands represent bracha, blessing, which represents sechel. That's the true bracha. Okay? As mentioned above, Rav Nosson says, he just mentioned this right now. When a person is healed, when a person is healed, he has to give thanks in joy. This is the idea of rectifying the hands. When a person was sick and being healed, this is the idea of rectifying the hands. That through the hands are drawn the blessing of the intellect as mentioned above, or as we just mentioned right now. The point we wanted to bring now, that this is like the third stage of someone coming close to tzaddikim, or coming to learn about the ways of Hashem, that even though you reach a point now that you've overcome obstacles, you're able to do the advice of the tzaddikim, you reach a point where you begin to serve Hashem, it becomes very stale, and dry, and empty, and meaningless. A person has no more real vitality in his serving Hashem, because he lacks meaning in his service. He needs more. Rabbi Nachman says also, a person, on one hand, you have to have a lot of timimut and pshitut, simplicity in serving Hashem, but you also have to have what's called hitchatshut, renewal. And renewal takes place when you have a renewal of the sechel, the intellect is renewed, and you're able, through that renewal of the intellect, 
shine it into your devotions, into the simplicity that you're serving Hashem. So uh, to say that someone is simple, meaning that they're stupid, that's not that's incorrect. Simplicity is that you're consistent in what you're doing, no matter what. You have you know that this is the right thing to do, and you keep on doing it. And you'll have a very simple, straightforward attitude, and you don't let your chokhmot, your your feelings and moods to, to just sway you left and right. You know you're consistent. That's the idea of being simple and tamim. But now that a person, God forbid, can begin to feel out of it, and the out of it begins to make him feel sick, physically and spiritually and mentally. So what's needed is the blessing of an intellect to give new vitality in the person which is related to the hands. There's many, many lessons in the Kutim Ram. Rabbi Nachman connects the hands to the idea of healing. It's not just here that Rav Nosen brings it down. And this is the third rectification and the third stage in people who begin to serve Hashem. The third type of challenge they generally meet at a certain stage in their life.